are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Everyone, this is Tony Gao, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT for Friday, September 11th. So today we're going to be talking about some news, and uh, it's not going to be in too much news, so I'll just get right into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is that doctors rate telehealth as the most promising technology during COVID-19. This is through a survey from Phillips Future Health Index, and it says that most of the young doctors, uh, their insights into digital health, they say that they rate telehealth as a very promising technology. I'm not really too surprised with this because, uh, you know, telehealth has been adopted very widely and rapidly during COVID-19. And I think that, you know, because of the pandemic, the uses of telehealth are now actually being shown. Like the benefits of telehealth are now very apparent to us and in our face because everyone's using it. So this survey, they basically captured feedback from 500 doctors under the age of 40 in five different countries. So the countries were France, Germany, the US, China, and Singapore. And these are all the countries that were hit hard by COVID-19. So most of the younger doctors, they changed their attitudes towards using all the different health technologies. So before the pandemic, they actually ranked uh, artificial intelligence as the top digital health technology that would most improve their work satisfaction with about 39% only thinking telehealth as a top technology. But because of the pandemic, now 61% rank telehealth as the digital health technology that has improved their experience the most versus AI, which has fallen down to 53%. So again, I'm not really surprised, and this is actually a very good thing for telehealth because adoption was a big thing before the pandemic where uh, it was a very difficult thing to adopt. There were a lot of challenges to getting it adopted. Now, some of the challenges are also being very apparent too, like uh, our network infrastructure, the internet in the U.S. is not that great for telehealth. But now that it's being adopted more, there's also potential for all of that infrastructure to be overhauled as well, potentially. So we'll just keep an eye out for that. So speaking about AI... Google Cloud is going to be providing the Department of Defense with an AI-enabled cancer diagnostic system. So this is pretty cool. So they're using AI in this project, and it's going to be helping physicians improve the accuracy of cancer diagnosis using not only just AI, but also augmented reality. So Google is going to be working with uh, the DoD in their Defense Innovation Unit, and they're going to be supplying most of the medical facilities with the prototype of the AI for this kind of like digital pathology system. What they're going to be using is something called TensorFlow, and that's like an open source machine learning platform. And the Google Cloud uh, Healthcare API is going to be assisting the doctors in the military to detect cancer. So this is really important because there can be diagnostic errors when a diagnosis is missed in cancer, which leads to, you know, missed or delayed or inaccurate treatments, which can obviously lead to harm or even death. And according to the BMJ Quality and Safety, there's actually a 5% frequency of outpatient diagnoses that are misdiagnosed, resulting in, you know, mistreatments and potential harm to the patient. So this is something to look out for and just see how the DOD does with this uh, experimentation. Now, going back to telehealth, over in Chicago at Rush University Medical Center, they have been saying that telehealth has been working for them beyond their wildest dreams. So over at Rush, they actually had a different kind of issue. So they actually had telehealth before, but then it was relying on the patient's home internet to be good enough to actually connect. So this is about five to six years ago. It was common that, you know, the user, the patient, they would not have a very good home internet, which is what I meant before about the poor network infrastructure. So they're not able to stream content, even like in a big area like Chicago, they were still having issues. And then the other barrier was that 
Rush actually used a third-party application called Adobe Media Server, and it relied on Flash players. So then people who were using Telehealth needed to install Flash. But as you know, Flash is dying. Flash is going away, and a lot of new browsers are getting rid of it. So there was a lot of barriers that prevented them from actually getting a good telehealth service. But what they just recently did was they switched to a new system called Video Connect. And this workflow actually was a better platform for them. So it uses Rush University's bandwidth to provide extra buffering for the patient so that the internet speed is not an issue anymore. And then there's no need to install anything. The, the patient can actually just use any browser and it would just work. And because of that, now they have so many more telehealth visits and their KPIs for telehealth is like beyond their wildest dreams, as they said. They basically had to deploy 183 outpatient physicians to cover the video lines. And a lot of it was triaging COVID-19 symptoms. So it's actually pretty great that they're able to handle that huge volume with their telehealth service after switching to this new platform. This actually also provided work for the providers because a lot of the clinics ended up having to close because of COVID-19 and because of like, they didn't want to expose patients if they didn't have to. So those providers ended up continuing to do work through telehealth services. And so far for this year only, they already performed over 90,000 scheduled video visits. All right, before we go, if you'd like to hear more about Healthcare IT News, check out healthcareitnews.com. It's where I get my daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated and what's going on in that world. All right, if you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal. Bye.